Welcome to Western New York Catholic Weekly, a production of the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. Stay tuned as Greg Prince brings the Catholic newsmakers to you. Wherever it's happening in the diocese, you'll hear about it on Western New York Catholic Weekly. By now, many of you may have seen, maybe in your parish or uh, maybe on the news or in the uh, Western New York Catholic social media, any of these places, you may have heard something about Upon This Rock. It's a new strategic initiative of the Diocese of Buffalo, and uh, we're going to kind of delve into detail about what that is and uh, make sure you know uh, what we're talking about there and uh, joining us uh, somebody who you probably know if you are a regular listener of this program uh, returning to uh, the microphone across from me Rick Sukan who is the executive director of the foundation of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Buffalo Rick welcome back to the program Good morning, Greg. Thanks for having me. Uh, Rick brings with him a uh, a new addition to our Catholic Center family, Ryan Marshall, who is kind of heading up the Upon This Rock campaign for the diocese and uh, this uh, great ministry initiative. Ryan, welcome to the program. Thanks for being with us. Great to be here, Greg. Thanks. Uh, I'm actually going to start with you because it will give us a chance to learn a little bit about who you are and uh, what you do. So what brings you to 795 Main Street? Uh, well, this project uh, specifically, um, I work for a firm called CCS, and uh, CCS has been partnering with Catholic dioceses, parishes for 60-plus years now to, to help them uh, really kind of get through these processes. I think it's just a bit of a mind-blowing thing for people to think of, okay, if we want to accomplish this objective, how do we go about doing it uh, in a timely manner? So CCS comes in with uh, – a bit of a preformed plan, but it's more of like a roadmap to success, and and it's our job to sit with people like uh, Bishop Malone and with Rick, and then more importantly, when we get out to the parishes, uh, talk to each individual parish about what it is that we can do to take that roadmap and and make the adjustments needed for their parish. So, our role here, uh, my role specifically, and the staff that works with me, is to get out into the parishes and, and help the pastors and their and their lay people figure out how to go about this thing. Uh, I, I, are you from Buffalo? Where are you from? What's I'm not. I'm, yeah, I'm from okay. Columbus, Ohio uh, originally, but uh, for the last almost two years of my life, Buffalo's been home. <laughs> when you, when you, yeah, you and your staff, right? Yeah, yeah. When you get hired onto these, um, we we are brought on to eat, sleep, live, and breathe the project. So uh, it's been a great two years in Buffalo. I'm, I'm looking forward to my favorite time of the year, which is. Uh, being down around you know the shores of, of uh, Lake Erie and, and the warmer times of the year, so it's been, but it's yeah. been great. Uh, now you mentioned one. I'm going I'm to pull a phrase that you that you just said there: roadmap uh, for success for the campaign. Uh, your company has a strong track record of that, right? I'm not just trying to butter you up here. I mean, that's that's kind of a fact. I mean, you yeah. guys are pretty good at what you do. In fact, people might remember um, that you've been in the Diocese of Buffalo before, right? right. Maybe right. not you specifically. but Right, right. We have. Uh, we work with, obviously, I think those folks that would know uh, Canisius College would be uh, probably one of the the bigger names that we've partnered with here in, in, in years in the past, but several other organizations in the area, both Catholic and non-Catholic. So, um, yeah, we're very, very happy to have a long history here in Buffalo. And, um, yeah, we, we tend to think we've got a decent plan to follow. But really what, what the only reason people we know uh, know our name is because of the great folks that we've had the opportunity to partner with. And you can know as much as you want about that roadmap. But unless you've got people who are willing to take it on and, and make it happen, uh, it doesn't. So we're very thrilled to 
partnered with some great people here in the Diocese of Buffalo. Uh, Rick, I, I assume that's uh, a big part of, of your job, right? Uh, kind of deciding, okay, so um, where's this roadmap eventually going to lead us here specifically in the Diocese of Buffalo? So, so tell us a little bit about Upon This Rock and what we're trying to accomplish here. Sure. Uh, good question, Greg. Uh, Upon This Rock is really a, a very different uh, initiative and focus for the Diocese of Buffalo. Um, as the demographics of the diocese and our region is, has changed, um, so has the way uh, the diocese uh, needs to deliver mission and ministry uh, going forward. So Upon This Rock um, is intended to give us the means to do that um, as the church moves into the further into the 21st century. Um, now, I, again, folks may have seen, I mentioned at the beginning of the, of the program, folks may have already seen a little bit about the um, Upon This Rock in wh- wherever it might be, whether it was a TV news report in the Buffalo News, our own paper, the Western New York Catholic or whatever. Uh, I'm going to get the the question that I'm sure is in everybody's mind right out of the we're going to start right there so that we can talk about specific goals as we as we go on and get this right out of the way and of course I'm sure you've heard this about a hundred thousand times already in fact Ryan you probably hear this every time you go into a new diocese why is the church always asking for money yeah, it's, I, I, maybe I'll start with some of the background on, sure. on other places sure. that I've heard it and then Rick can get more specific about the diocese. But, um, you know, for us, when we talk about that, that campaign plan and initiating it, uh, it, it really doesn't have much to do about the money. Sure, at the end of the day, this is a $100 million effort. We want to reach and, and ultimately surpass that goal. Um, but when we walk into any given parish, there's, there's no clue in the world whether or not they can get to the monetary goal. What our intent is is to make sure that campaign-wise – uh, we've gotten to as many parishioners as we can to teach them what it's about, um, have them an opportunity, give them an opportunity to see that the process is transparent and they can, they can answer, have their questions answered about it, but then ultimately make a yes or no decision. So since we're in political season, kind of comparing it to those political <laughs> campaigns, right. uh, if there's a big difference between the two, but ultimately if, I'm, if we're a political candidate, um, first and foremost, we need people to get out and vote. That that's step one in the process. The yes or no is is of course is of course important, but if they don't get out and vote, it, it's it's all for naught anyway. So so our big mission in this is to make sure people get the information to be able to make a yes or no decision on this. Is it the right thing for them? So that's kind of campaign methodology on it. But but for Rick and and the folks here at the diocese, their reasoning behind it is, is much more uh, detailed than that. Rick, sure. Um, Really, the the intent of Upon This Rock is, again, to to build up assets, to build up reserves so that important uh, missions and focuses of the Catholic Church and our faith tradition can continue for generations to come. For example, um, we we take Upon This Rock and we've divided it into three uh, components, those who serve, um, those we serve, and um, how we serve. And um, the, the different – those three different pillars um, have specific projects in them that are identified as case elements of support. Um, one of the most uh, significant uh, investments within Upon This Rock is our local parishes and life and ministry at uh, our parishes, which are the building block of, of the Catholic Church. So a number of our parishes, um, as we begin to roll this out slowly throughout the diocese, have identified important uh, projects 
um, that affect their ability to serve the people. And um, so each parish is allowed um, in the campaign to identify projects that help uh, their parishioners identify with upon this rock and um, invest back within their their parish community. So handicap accessibility, um, improvements to the infrastructure of the campus, um, investment in local ministry programs, um, perhaps youth ministry, uh, senior ministry are um, case elements of support within uh, the parish level uh, component of Upon This Rock. And those are really the the specific things that we want to talk about as as we go forward here today. Rick Sukan is the executive director of the Foundation of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Buffalo, and Ryan Marshall is uh, here heading up upon this rock for us. Uh, by the way, the stuff we're talking about today, you can find a lot of it on the the website upon this rock wny dot org, and uh, that'll have all the, the the kind of things if you want to refer back to it. Um, Later on, uh, you know, after you, after you're done listening to the program today, upon this rock uh, that brings up an interesting point, Rick, that I wanted to ask you guys about. Is that um, I'm sure there are people that you know maybe a, a month or so back saw stories about this and said, "Well, how come I haven't heard about it in my parish?" You know, um, and you, you alluded to that already. Why that is, sure. right? Yeah, yeah and, and Greg, uh, this is such a significant undertaking that the resources necessary to deploy it and deploy it effectively across the diocese mean that means that we need to move slowly and strategically through all 164 parishes. Um, what we did not want to do is hamper local parish life and. Um, the effectiveness of the pastor within the parish. So we're providing each parish, and again, as we move uh, across and through the diocese, with the human resource power in order to most effectively deploy the campaign. So the the pastor and and a a group of volunteers within the parish are instrumental in effectively deploying upon this rock, but we're providing them as well with resources, feet on the street, um, in order to make the most impactful uh, presentation and results on a parish level, which is, again, the reason why we're moving slowly across the diocese over a two-year period of time. Uh, not that people need to know all the nuts and bolts, Ryan, but do you, you care to address maybe just a little bit about how that works on your end upstairs here in our building? Yeah, sure. Um, and it's basically that, that our staff, um, it, for the folks that are coming in and out of the Catholic Center on a regular basis, they might wonder if we even have any staff because they don't see them here, which is uh, you know the way it's That's supposed true. to be. Um, I, it, honestly – I pass you guys going in and out the door. Yeah, yeah that's usually what flying in yeah, and out the door right. trying yeah, to get exactly. to a meeting somewhere because yeah. um, that's where we want to be and that, that's our whole purpose for being here. I think a lot of people's confusion is they hear the, the phrase diocesan campaign and they think that it is uh, something that is uh, instituted or only for uh, the Catholic Center or for the bishop or the, those things that they see as dioceses because I think a lot of times – um, even myself, born and raised Catholic, you can lose that Catholic identity. If it's it's more than just me and my parish, but for most people, that's all that they remember is this is my parish, this is my pastor, this is my pew, and this is what I do uh, every weekend. So, if we're going to effectively run this thing, we have to be in the parishes because ultimately, every single dollar that is collected in this campaign, the intent is for it to go back out into the parishes. So, um, in order to do that, we have to be with those pastors. 
uh, with those leadership teams that they recruit to help them understand what this is for and how it's going to impact their local parish. And, and so now the um, – because I'm sure this is a question that people are asking themselves if I'm asking it and I'm not a money guy. So um, part of the campaign, right, is so that um, you can help parishes in particular since we're talking about that right now. But there are other goals that we that we want to accomplish without it costing the parishes a lot of money, Right. right? Yeah, so 35% of what a parish raises uh, stays right there at that parish. Now, ultimately, the, the, the physical checks and cash and all that do go to a centralized uh, spot so that it right. can then be appropriately dispersed back out. But for each parish, as per- somebody pays on their pledge, uh, 35% of that is going to come back to their parish. Long term, the, the, the foundation that Rick has organized uh, is going to set aside 5% of the overall $100 million for the project of – I guess in terms – if you want to be practical about it, layman's terms of just-in-case money, we don't know what's going to happen at any one parish across the diocese in, in the next 20 years. In fact, some of our very – what might be termed uh, affluent or, or vibrant parishes right now, given demographic shifts, could be in a much very – a very different situation 20 years down the road. And they may find themselves in a situation where they need help. And we don't want to just burn through all of this cash and then not be able to help parishes like that or parishes that are in need right now with what their year-to-year needs are. So 5% of the overall goal is set aside for permanent endowment just for parishes as well. The other endowments are for parishes too, but they're for a specific ministry, whereas 5% of it, a parish can really come to the diocese and or more specifically to the foundation and say, look, we didn't foresee A, B, and C happening. Either it's not covered by insurance money or, or we didn't put it into our budget. Whatever it might be, we can't effectively perform our ministry right now and we need some assistance with that. And they could be granted a, a grant uh, from the foundation with that money. So, Greg, in addition to um, that, there is a, 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 another 13 percent of the campaign proceeds that are set aside in a permanent endowment for evangelization and catechesis programs. So uh, a parish could um, envision a program um, or have um, tried to implement a program uh, for evangelization on a local level where they've been unable to fund it in the past. And uh, what will happen as a result of the campaign is there will be a permanent endowment established which will allow parishes to apply for grant funding uh, for programs which help them bring Catholics back home. Um, to help evangelize on a, on a local level, um, whether it's their faith formation program um, or other programs that they need to do further investment and, and expansion in, in order to be a more vibrant parish community. And like I said, we're going to talk about some of those as we go forward. We're going to take a short break here on Western New York Catholic Weekly. Our guests are Rick Sukan and Ryan Marshall. We're talking about Upon This Rock. We'll be right back. I'm Father Duke Zajac. I work as the chaplain at Sisters Hospital, and I know that people are always looking for some good news. And a Catholic communication campaign helps spread good news on a daily basis through televised masses and other programs at Daybreak TV, through the Western New York Catholic newspaper and website, through radio programs and podcasts. I've seen their tremendous work firsthand. And I encourage you to be generous June 11th and 12th. The Catholic Communication Campaign really is how good news gets around. The May issue of the Western New York Catholic is now available in your local parish. 
I'm Greg Prince. Thanks for joining us again this week on Western New York Catholic Weekly. We are talking about Upon This Rock. You may have heard about it in your parish. You may have seen about it elsewhere. It's, it's a strategic initiative for the Diocese of of Buffalo to uh, continue our vibrant ministries well into the future. Rick Sukan joins us from the foundation of the diocese, and Ryan Marshall joins us, who is heading up Upon This Rock on uh, behalf of our diocese of Buffalo. Uh, so we left off Rick talking about, you know, some of the ways that funds from this uh this initiative are going to be able to um you know again maybe offer parishes in particular the opportunity to do some things that they maybe haven't been able to in the past to to kind of be a little bit forward Looking right and to um, kind of kind of see. Okay, here's where we are now. We're not entirely sure what's going to happen. Let me let me just give uh, one of those. We talked a little bit about it before. We're on the we were on the program. I mean, for example, in the you know in the um, downtown Buffalo area, who would have thought we would have had a population explosion down here even you know three or four years ago? Right. You know, but eventually, right? That's going to lead to a situation where whether it's us or another, you know, church or, what, or whatever it might be, we're going to need to serve people who we hadn't thought would even be here at right. some point, right? I mean, that's just that's just kind of one example. Yep, it's a, it's a perfect example. Um, the population in Western New York continues to both migrate in and and resettle once they're here, um, and this program allows us the opportunity, probably a once in a lifetime opportunity, to establish a means to provide for that uh, those those changes, the changes in the way we minister, who we minister, and how we minister going forward. Yeah, exactly. Um, why don't we talk about? Some of those, for, for example, in the uh, you know in the uh, who we minister to. What are some of the things we want to accomplish in that? Sure. So within the um, the case for support, there are a, a number of different areas that have been identified as projects or case elements of, of, for support. Um, and, and if we could, we'll we'll, we'll just talk about each one. Uh, one of the components for support is. Um, the Mother Teresa Home, which is a new initiative of the pro-life office um, from the Diocese of Buffalo, which provides a um, safe haven for women who are um, who want to bring their baby into the world but do not have a, um, a housing alternative currently. And um, this is an extension of existing activity that exists within uh, the pro-life office, but it establishes a permanent residence and a place for um, expectant mothers to um, have a safe haven, uh, to receive uh, support services, and to uh, bring their baby into the world as an alternative to abortion. Um, there also is um, an investment uh, within the program f- to permanently endow Catholic Charities. The Catholic Charities Appeal is, is – um, in an ongoing effort and initiative within the Diocese of Buffalo. Um, we're hoping to set aside 10 percent of campaign proceeds in order to permanently endow Catholic Charities. That wouldn't mean that the annual appeal goes away, but instead that this endowment would provide an additional revenue stream to Catholic Charities each year so that programming can be expanded and provide a reserve in the event that the appeal um, 
decreases. Well, I, and let's just give an example there, right? Certainly one of the predominant news stories of the past six months to a year locally has been the, um, you know, the drug epidemic, particularly opiates, heroin, that kind of thing. And, you know, Catholic Charities does a, does great work in that area in terms of counseling and helping people with addiction and that kind of thing. But if that's increasing and we need to devote more services to that, the end result is, right, then we have to find ways to do the other programs and find funding for that, right? Right. right. We, you know, we talked just a couple minutes ago about uh, the changing demographics of downtown Buffalo. One, one of the uh, most significant or most noticeable changes is the refugee population, which um, is largely being resettled in western New York through um, specific initiatives of Catholic Charities. Um, so as the service menu of Catholic Charities expands, uh, the, and, and, you know, whether it's the um, drug, drug epidemic or uh, refugees being resettled, adults seeking a GED, um, we need to expand the resource base in order to uh, provide those services. We also have uh, within Eponis Rock um, established um, a reserve or a set-aside for uh, tuition assistance, um, both for Catholic elementary school, Catholic high school. Um, there is an um, allocation of money for STREAM, and we've talked on this program oh, about sure, the importance absolutely. of the science, technology, religion, engineering, arts, and mathematics um, focus within our Catholic schools. Um, there's a component set aside for campus ministry. Uh, campus ministry is um, viewed as a really critical uh, component of the campaign, a way to um, reconnect uh, young adults um, or not lose that connection with young adults in their faith practice uh, while they're in college. Um, we have established also uh, a, a reserve for Christ the King Seminary to modernize the classroom space um, and to provide an endowment for Christ the King Seminary. We've got a increase in the number of men who are uh, choosing uh, a vocation, uh, either as a priest or uh, as a deacon, and the the lay uh, population of students at Christ the King Seminary continues to expand. Those who are seeking a master's degree in divinity uh, theology, um, so we need to make investments in the campus um, and help provide operational support there. And there's money set aside as well for uh, health care for retired uh, priests. The actuarial projections uh, for the health care needs for the expanding number of retired priests within the Diocese of Buffalo is an astronomical number. And it's, it's our duty uh, to provide um, that to those who have served us for so long. If, if I would just kind of, as Rick wraps it up, the, it just kind of strikes you every time you, you hear about it, even though Rick and I live this every day. If you or I, Greg, were to sit down with our great-grandparents and, and have a conversation about these would be the needs of the Catholic Church today, um, we might be speaking a different language. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Sure. Or, or more that like what do you mean we can't fund – what do you mean – especially what do you mean there's a shortage of priests? Um, what do you mean that we need to go out and evangelize and, and talk to active – or people who were active Catholics who no longer are? It, it right. wouldn't make sense. So all these things have kind of fallen in our lap. And our predecessors didn't necessarily set up a way to take care of that. They didn't do anything wrong. They built an amazing church here in Western New York. Unlike you know, I've been all around, and this is a fantastic diocese. Um, but the reality is, it, we didn't have 
things set up to deal with the realities that we are at today. But our current generations have an opportunity to set up something tremendously impactful that will be around for decades, centuries, into perpetuity for their kids, their grandkids, their great-grandkids to to benefit from, which is a, a really a phenomenal opportunity. Well, and all of the things that uh – you guys mentioned the things you were talking about, Rick. Ultimately, when we do those things, it strengthens our parishes, which is the end goal. That's where people connect with the Catholic Church primarily. That's uh, all of us in this room. That's how we were introduced to the Catholic faith. That's what, what, what we grew up in, and that's how the, the, future the parish, generations are going to do that. The parish is the, the, really the extension of our family where most of us learned our faith through our family. It was reinforced through our parish, and the parish receives tremendous support from the diocese. And, and, you know, we haven't even talked about some of those parish initiatives. Now, look, um, I'm going to be selfish for a minute here on the program. I, I want to talk about my home parish, who actually is uh, doing quite well. St. Michael's in Warsaw. They're a great success story of this campaign. Small country parish, right? Yep. St. Michael's in Warsaw has done, uh, as you indicated, Greg, exceedingly well with the campaign. And um, they are looking to make a substantial uh, improvement into their their heating system, uh, which has been part of their local case for support. The community has responded exceptionally well. And Father Hartwell in, and uh, his leadership there has has um, received a tremendous response from the community. And we're seeing that repeated throughout the diocese. Uh, my, my father used to work on that heating system and the <laughs> heating system at the <laughs> convent and the rectory. Yes, there was a convent at one time. So um, all those things hit home with me, Rick. So, um, But that's, I mean, it doesn't matter what area we're talking about, right? I mean, these are things that, you know... Um, People don't understand that if parishes have a bad heating system or a bad roof or they don't have access for um, the disabled in their parishes, all that hurts the parish because then they can't do the the day to day work that we've been talking about of of you know strengthening the faith, right? That, those kinds of physical. Limitations, whether it is um, you know stairways that pr- prevent elderly or or uh, someone who might be in a wheelchair from uh, effectively participating in mass or uh, the sacraments or heat or air conditioning or leaky windows uh, do affect our ability to evangelize. So, you know, a number of the parishes Greg have uh, elected to make investment in capital improvements that are necessary on their campus with the objective of. You know, we're better able to accommodate, and and with that, more feel welcomed. Uh, so, what are we asking folks to do? What's the what's the overall message here with upon this rock? I, in, in, from from my perspective, Greg, upon this rock is is really a way for us to reflect as Catholics um, what kind of church we want to have, uh, not only today but also for tomorrow. Um, our experience today and what we allow our children and grandchildren to inherit and enjoy and practice uh, going forward. So upon this rock, we'll offer every Catholic family within Western New York the opportunity to contemplate, you know, those issues, how we serve, um, who serves, and um, to make an investment in the future of the church and in, in, in the future of their faith. Anything you want to add, 
Right. No, it's it's all about getting uh, kind of out of this maintenance mode that the church has been in for the better part of two or three decades now and, and back into mission mode, which is um, Bishop Malone's message through this whole process has been to his pastors, especially who he knows have to take on uh, the role of, of, of making this happen in their parishes, that uh, just the, the biggest connection moment I ever saw between Bishop and his pastors as he described this was he said, imagine if none of us had to sit around every day and figure out how we were going to pay the bills. Now, it's not saying that this is this campaign's the magic bullet, right. and, it, and it's going to take care of everything, but it's going to uh, take so much pressure off of the day-to-day operations of uh, first and foremost of pastors and therefore their lay people to allow them to focus on the things that are important to us, being a church, um, giving uh, sacraments to those that are in need, and, and, and evangelizing to those that we want to be part of our church. So out of maintenance, back into mission is I think the, the ultimate goal of Upon This Rock. Ryan Marshall with Upon This Rock here in the Diocese of Buffalo. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for all the work that, uh, that you're striving to do here for us in the diocese. It's been great to be here. And fun. Rick Sukan, Executive Director of the Foundation of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. Uh, we wish you all the best, Rick, and thanks for coming back on the program. Rick, and, thanks uh, for having us again. As always, uh, you can find out more about this program and all the things in the Diocese of Buffalo, org. Our podcasts are all there under the News tab. And, of course, uh, upon this rock, org is the website for the things that we talked about specifically today. I'm Greg Prince. I'll be back with you next week. You've been listening to Western New York Catholic Weekly, produced by the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo, with the help of the Catholic Communication Campaign and this radio station. Call us at 847-8744 or send us an email to radio at buffalodiocese.org.